Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Christian Apologist. I am your host, Richard Long, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about one of the biggest things that atheists like to bring up about how they're right and creationists and those that believe in God are completely wrong, and that is, yes, of course, evolution. So we are going to talk about evolution and why I say that evolution, there's actually more scientific facts against evolution, macroevolution, not microevolution. We're going to get into that, but macroevolution. But even if macroevolution was true and was a proven theory, that there would still be a need for God. Okay, so first off, let's start off by saying there is no evidence of evolutionary change from one species to another. There's literally none whatsoever. There's none. You can look it up. They can have theories, but there is none whatsoever. Macroevolution, for you that don't know, macroevolution is a theory. It's not a scientific fact, but it is a theory that over time, through natural selection and millions of years, a species will evolve into another species. Now, what do I mean by that? For example, now this is just a roundabout, but it's a summed up quick version of the smallest of all bacteria has evolved into a human being. Some people like to call it from uh, the goo to you via the zoo. Because, you know, through evolution, they said, oh, you became this, and then you became a fish, and then you became, you know, a crocodile, and then you became, you know, something that walked on land, a lizard, and then it became a monkey, and then the monkey became a gorilla, and then the gorilla became a Neanderthal, and the Neanderthal became a human being. But this is the summed up version, but that's the goo to you via the zoo theory. But there are a few problems with this. And for one, DNA will evolve. It will evolve. DNA does evolve, and it can change over time. There's no argument there. But what scientists have recently discovered is the epigenetic information within our DNA. Now, what's epigenetic information? In simple terms, okay, we're not going to get all scientific and biological on anybody. We're going to keep this simple. It is literally, basically, the information inside the DNA sequence. Now. Michael Behe is a biochemist who wrote a book called Darwin's Black Box. And he goes into great details on this. So if you want to know more, check out his book. You can find it on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. But it is through the epigenetic coding that gives us our different body plans, such as a cat is a feline, a dog is a canine, a human is a, hum- a homo sapien. I almost lost my wording there. You can change. We can evolve, and you can manipulate DNA from now until doomsday, but guess what? You will never, ever get a different body plan. And on top of all of that, epigenetic information is irreducibly complex. It can't change. It just is what it is. You know that saying that everybody says, it is what it is? Epigenetic information is what it is. It doesn't change. Now, microevolution is a change within a species over time. And now I'm all for that. There is literally scientific proof, hundreds of it, and we can watch it. 
that this actually happens. And I strongly believe that a chihuahua, for example, over time could evolve into like, let's say a wolf, a pit bull, a German shepherd, etc., or even like a house cat. A house cat could evolve into a lion or a tiger and stuff like that. But notice that this form of evolution, they all stay within the same species. The canine stays a canine. A feline stays a feline. They don't cross over. Like a dog will never become a cat or a horse or a, to a dog. I don't care how much time you give it. It will never happen. Not only have we never even seen such a thing, but it's never even been proven. So I don't understand how scientists and atheists, with all their fancy machineries and their gadgets and their knowledge, can't even replicate even one time an evolutionary process where a species actually evolves into another species. I mean, they try convincing us and our children in school that this is the process, is exactly what happens all on its own without any kind of a mind or tool, but it just took time. This is what they're teaching our children in school, and there's no scientific proof to back it up. So don't fall into this if you are a creationist and you have your kids in school. Yes, school is a good thing. They need to learn things in school. But when it comes to this, you might want to set them off to the side and talk to them about creation and how macroevolution is not a scientific fact. It isn't. But now, I just want to assume for a minute, okay? Let's just assume for a second that they're all right. Let us assume that atheists and the scientists have it right in that macroevolution is exactly how we came to be. Let us assume that it is possible, and this is how we and all living species, organisms, and humans came to be on Earth. I mean, seriously, are we going to talk this up to where we're just the lucky ones out of, I mean, all the planets and all the galaxies? There's billions of them, billions of galaxies with their own planets. And yet Earth was the lucky planet that just happened to be the one that was able to produce all this life? I mean, would that be evidence against there being a God, against there being Yahweh, the Christian God? Would there be a need for a God if macroevolution was true? Yes. Why? Because even if microevolution was a proven fact, atheists would still be in need of a God. Now, why is that? Well, there's two guys, Barrow and Templer. They're two physicists, and they wrote a book called The Anthropic Cosmological Principle. It lists 10 steps of human evolution on which it would uh, have to take place for humans to be here right now. Now, each of these steps is so improbable that before it would have 
actually occurred, the sun would have ceased to be a main sequence star. Like we literally would not be here. Like earth would not even been habitable, habitable for life to exist, period. They actually calculated the probability of evolution of the human genome. Now get this, to be around four to the negative 180th power, that's 180 <laughs> zeros after the four, get this, to the 110th power. That's a 110,000th power. Sorry, 110,000th power. That's 110,000 zeros. And then it goes even further. In four to the negative 360th power to the 100th power. I mean, seriously, are we going to chalk that up to that actually happened all within a four point, what is the earth? 4.5 million years old, billion years old, somewhere on there, 4.5 million years old. The universe is what, 13.8? And I think they say Earth is about 4.5 million years old. And these are physicists. And they're saying that the sun would have stopped existing, basically, before this would even occur. So if evolution, macroevolution, that is, did in fact occur to get to the human race on Earth, then that in itself is a miracle and therefore is evidence for the existence of God, not for the evidence against God. It is evidence for the existence of God. I mean, you really got to think about those numbers. These are physicists. These aren't just blowjoes throwing out random numbers. They have calculated the possibility of this happening. Is it possible? According to their studies, it is possible. So creationists, we have to give it to them. Is it a possibility? It is a possibility that macroevolution is true, but it is improbable. It is highly unlikely. It is not logical to even try to think that way. It's irrational to think that way because the sun would not even be existing. That's how long it would take. We still would not even be here, and there would be millions and billions probably of years going by before we would even make it here. And by that time, the sun's gone, and Earth wouldn't even be able to exist as a habitable planet anyways. So please, all you atheists that watch my YouTube, that watch, that listen to my podcast, please quit, quit using evolution as your go-to thing to say this is the proof that God doesn't exist. Because for one, you have no proof of macroevolution. In fact, uh, I saw on Instagram the other day, and I forgot the guy's name. I think it's called uh, Atheism is Dead. I think that's the name of the gentleman. But he posted a picture of a modern-day moth. And then he posted a picture right next to it of the oldest existing fossil of a watch of like 180 or 190 million years ago. And guess what? The moths look exactly the same. They hadn't changed in 190 million years. 190 million years. 
Think about it. 4.5 billion years old. You know what? Let me Google this real quick. Because it's been a while since I've talked about the age of the earth. But I know it's 4 point. Um, I want to say it's 4.5 billion. Stand by. 4.5 billion years old is what they're estimating there to be. So, literally, in 4.5 billion years, according to two physicists, it's not near enough time for these sequences to go by to get macroevolution from goo to you via the zoo, human beings. It's not enough time, folks. So how can you, in your minds, rationalize this? And I understand y'all are going to sit there and say, how do I rationalize that there being a God that I have no proof of? No, you're right. I don't have physical, like I can hold on to it, proof, evidence of there being a God. But what I do have is what God left behind and use my common sense to sit there and say, these things are impossible. Okay. These steps are impossible. These steps could be impossible, but we don't know. But which one is more likely? Well, there being a God is way more likely than there not being a God, because if there's not a God, then we would not be here through your, and I'm talking to the atheist, through your evolutionary mindset. We would not be here yet. You guys all have a very blessed week. And God bless. Oh, and please leave a description, a description in the description. Leave a comment. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to this on podcast, leave comments. We love to get back to your comments. Check out our website. It's been scrolling down below this whole time I've been talking. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Um, I don't get into a lot of the others yet. Maybe I will someday, but not as of yet. Um, my book is actually at the printing press. That is good news. Thank God for that. It is at the printing press, and it should be available soon. And as soon as it is, you will find it on our website, and I will have links in all my descriptions down below and where you can purchase it, whether you want to uh, purchase it through uh, an actual physical book or if you want to do like uh, uh, Amazon, uh, iTunes, you know, and just... Uh, uh, do it through uh, iBook somehow. So that is all I have for you today. Have a blessed week. God bless. And remember, God exists. Prove me wrong.